it's time to stand up or shut up. With your hosts, Chris and Jen, this is the Theme Park Stand Podcast. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the newest episode of the Theme Stand. Theme Stand. <laughs> I did it again. Theme Stand Podcast. Um, wow, it's really worse now. <laughs> episode 16 and still messing it up. Welcome back to the Theme Park Stand Podcast. <laughs> it's fine guys everything is fine it's great welcome back think, to the theme park stand podcast i think we're not allowed to take any more weeks off here <laughs> no i also we're not going to release videos so i don't know if any of you guys will ever even know this but i completely forgot my mic it's not even plugged in it's just in a drawer so <laughs> My audio is probably about to just like switch and maybe get a little better when I switch to my mic. Sorry, guys. Um, you know, I couldn't even tell. Like, oh, really? If you're, if you're using like your mic on your computer, it sounds great. Like, well, then YOLO, you guys are getting my mic on my computer today, but that also means I probably need a new mic. I mean, it sounds the same, like the same as your mic. <clears throat> YOLO, maybe you guys will hear, hear less of my water bottle clattering. <laughs> <laughs> all right um, yeah well yeah i mean how was your short you know week break off of off of the podcast here um it was good um not much going on here we did i did bring one of my work friends who was like a new Susie, um to hershey park for her first time um, and she also came and rode Iron Gwazi with me for her first time, like, I, I think in April. So it was super fun. I got to see, like, she, her first ever RMC was Iron Gwazi, and then she got to go ride Wildcat just a couple months later. So it was, like, a very cool experience to get to do that with her and, like, see her takes on it and how she liked them. Um, that was kind of, like, the highlight of my off week how about you how was your vacation uh it was it was really good um didn't do any coasters unfortunately <laughs> i tried i really really wanted to get to airy force one but it just didn't work out um driving for 17 hours with a a five-year-old in the car um we took our nephew down to the beach um but i and this was on the return visit return trip return trip home and it was just like it was just over being in the car by then, by the time we got to Atlanta. Um, oh, wait, I'm sorry. We didn't even go. We didn't even go home that way. We, we went home 77, like right past Carowinds. So I got to see Carowinds and I was like, bye. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. um, but we spent the, but spent the week at, at Anna Marie Island, which is a beach there. And shout out to the Zooter Loopers because they also frequent that that island beach so that was pretty cool to find out oh that's awesome they're cool guys uh, I, I do have a question for you now that you were talking about how your friend rode iron guazi and wildcast revenge what is her take on those um she honestly couldn't tell me like she loved them both but she she got like two rides on both and she was a little bit like she I believe what we were talking about. I also have a really shit memory, guys. Sorry. Um, I believe she said like Iron Gwazi, but it was like she got two rides on each. She she didn't have enough. Like both are so good. She doesn't really have enough to formulate a thought is I think where we left it. That's cool. So that's um, anyone who hasn't ridden Wildcat's Revenge. That is um, like I know it's only two rides on each, but the fact that those are her only two RMCs and she couldn't like formulate much of like a preference between the two. Like that's, you're getting a really good ride out of Wildcats Revenge. Hershey is really, they popped off with that one. Yeah. And uh, before we go any further, I just wanted to put out a little reminder that our meetup at Dorney Park on July 14th has been moved to August 26th. So Sorry for any inconveniences for anybody that was planning on going. Um, I st still go because I think a lot of people are going to be there. 
on the Yeah, 14th. I will still be at Dorney. It's not going to be a formal meetup. Um, I probably won't be there as long as I would have with a formal meetup. Um, and going to be like a little bit off running around. Um, but I will definitely still be there. So I'm sure a bunch of other people still as well. So if you made your plan around going at Dorney, still, I definitely recommend going to Dorney and then join us for our meetup in August if you can. Yes, because I feel like there's going to be some awesome stuff to talk about in August. Yeah, I, through the grapevine, there may be some news, guys. So definitely make plans to come out August 26th. And then I think I'm going to try to go to Dor uh, Hershey the day before. So if you want to come hang, it's not a meetup or anything, but, you know, I'll be there. And I think you said you might might do Hershey the, on Friday. Yeah, as long as I can get off, I will definitely be doing some Hershey on Friday. Um, and I don't know if we even, like, really said this much about our meetup on the 14th, but... We do also um, have a special tour planned for the August one. So that might be um, worth the trip out as well. Yeah. So ex super exciting stuff for, uh, you know, us starting out as, uh, as a podcast. You know, we're still really new. And then seeing this grow and then possibly having park tours and all that kind of stuff. So that's, that's really mm -hmm. awesome. So everybody should come out and hang out and ride Talon and possessed and demon drop those are the only three things we're ever going to ride so oh i don't know steel force is running so good this year guys steel right. force over magnum i am on this train it's running so good this year lfg, LFG we'll just ride yeah. we'll ride everything how about that yeah we can ride everything we can only ride possessed once oh okay well you can go do that and i'll ride possessed <laughs> wait hold on this literally just completely off topic. However, I need to have it said before um, before I forget about it because saying that just reminded me. I got on Fahrenheit again, and it was hot garbage again. So oh, no. you got a fluke of a ride. It wasn't fair. Like, literally, the way that it rattles makes my temples feel like they're going to explode. And Did then you ride in the front? I didn't ride in the front. I don't remember. I think I might have rode in the back of that front train. I don't fully remember. My work friend did not like it either. She um, was like, yeah, this one's not for me. And I'm like, great. I'm so glad that this is hot garbage again. So, <laughs> like, I wasn't just, like, a liar. <laughs> I can't wait for you to ride it again and be like, yeah, that was hot garbage. Come on, Fahrenheit stands. Let's join together. <laughs> I need my Fahrenheit stands. Hershey Park, I love you. I love everything you guys have. Super Duper Looper, Wildcat, Sky Rush. Like, you have so many good rides. But Fahrenheit is not it. Fahrenheit is hot garbage. Yeah, we'll we'll, uh, we'll revisit this again in, in late August. <laughs> We're going to just keep talking about what garbage I think Fahrenheit is every episode. Fahrenheit has a permanent spot on every episode now. <laughs> What's the update on Fahrenheit this week, guys? <laughs> Is it garbage? Uh, okay, um, we can continue. <laughs> no, I mean that's 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 it's good talking. It's good talking points, so it's all good. Um, another good talking point is there may be a, a new credit at Universal. Yeah, this is another piece of hot garbage. Um, so if anyone follows Amusement Insider, he I don't know if he found it or he found it from someone else, but apparently Coaster Count is counting Dudley's as a undefined credit. So they are now considering Dudley's a credit. So a it's a flume, right? Yeah, it's a lot flume. Huh interesting i mean the final drop definitely has that like little bunny hill like and it's on rails but i mean any like no i'd have to like see it in person to like really get a, a good look but that's just that seems like a far fetch to me it's a pretty far fetch i think it's more far fetched than the whole like demon drop a cred yeah i think i would even consider demon drop more of a credit than than that yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's interesting, but it made me laugh. I was like, I was cracking up. I don't know who made that decision, um, but whoever it was at Coaster Count, you should probably re reevaluate it. Yeah, I would do that for sure. Because <laughs> you are 
wrong. <laughs> Sorry, don't want to call you out like that, but no yeah, it's not a credit. What is this? Um, yeah, and I mean, this brings us to my old home state, which I miss, but um, Glenwood Caverns. Did you see they opened the Haunted Mine ride back up? Yeah, and I, I I can't remember what the name was. Some crystal something, uh, but it's is it it's now open, right? Yeah, like and I don't think they I was looking um right before we start recording this, guys. We um I was trying to look up on their website the name of it, and I can't find it anywhere on their website, and I don't remember where I saw it on Twitter. Um, but I think I saw like today or yesterday that it was open to the public and um the person who posted it it looks like they had a couple new safety um checks and a cage around the drop tower now in case yeah. of anything um to happen because um if you if you don't know there was a very unfortunate accident on that ride where a safety restraint wasn't um restrained properly and someone unfortunately lost their life um so they did make a couple of updated safety changes to it which is probably for the better yeah i really want to get to that park it was on my list when i lived in colorado there was like a giant mudslide that closed it like destroyed the one highway up to it so it would have taken me instead of like a three-hour trip it would have taken me around and it would have been like a seven-hour trip yeah so i was like uh no not not it not yeah and seven hours like on mountain roads like i think some of it was on a mountain highway but like even the mountain highways they were they were rough yeah and this is off topic kind of as well going back to my vacation on the way home we were driving through the mountains in west virginia and it decided that it wanted to rain extra hard and also become super foggy <laughs> so i'm i'm cheap and i always take the avoid tolls and it like got me off on these roads that were like no one should ever be driving down especially not when it's raining or foggy in the mountains and i thought i was like man we're just gonna okay this is it i'm going right off this cliff and that's gonna be <laughs> oh my but, gosh like, yeah it's still again off topic for coasters we're real off topic today it reminds me like another reason i never went to glenwood is because my first weekend i ever went to colorado i my sister wanted to go to estes park to see the stanley hotel which um if you don't know the stanley hotel is where um the shining takes place and that's where stephen king went and like it was it kind of influenced the book yep. um so we wanted to go to the stanley hotel and we went up and then it was like by the time we were leaving it was like nine o'clock at night and it's dark and we make it 10 15 miles down the road to boulder and the road's closed and we turn around yeah and then we make it down another one and there was a fire on the road <laughs> so then we ended up having to go like a complete opposite way and it took us like instead of like again instead of like an hour and 15 minutes to get back to boulder if that it ended up taking us like three hours to get to boulder down like wow. the longest mountain road so i was like scarred i'm like we're not doing fire season mountain roads like that's done yeah <laughs> Oh, well, uh, talking, going from one ride that is now reopened um, to one that is probably going to be closed for a while, um, if not forever. Um, Jetline at, uh, at Gronoland with the accident, unfortunate, unfortunate accident, which seems to, is it a, is it a possible theme for these old Schwarzkopf's? Yeah, it's definitely going to be really interesting to see what comes out of the investigation. Um, because from what they're saying, obviously, we only know from like what's being said and what's being reported, a wheel assembly was found on the ground, which mm -hmm. sounds eerily similar to um, whatever All-American Triple Loop was called before and Mindbender. Um yeah, it's just eerily similar. 
Yeah, and very unfortunate. Um, you know, our thoughts go out with their family and loved ones of that person that lost their life, unfortunately. Um, it just it's it's sad and it's sad that this stuff happens in the, in this you know industry but would do you think anything's going to happen with like our other Schwarzkopf's around the world that have those types of trains going to be like heavily inspected I could see like a, a, an inspection I completely honestly so the other two incidents were I don't even know actually if the All-American Triple Loop was, but definitely Mindbender was a combination of a design flaw and a lack of maintenance. So essentially, if if the ride was maintained, the, the design flaw would have never been an issue. But because the ride wasn't maintained, if I actually remember correctly, I think the design flaw is that the ride the wheel assembly was difficult to view because of the way that it was attached to the car. So it was extremely hard for them to maintain the ride, if I remember correctly. And that could that could absolutely be wrong. I haven't looked into the Mindbender accident in probably six months, if yeah. not a little bit more. Um, but I believe the design flaw was just that it was hard to access. And the main issue ended up being lack of maintenance. And I think it was very similar in Mexico. Um, so I'm, it's, I definitely think an inspection, but I like, it's going to be interesting to see what this report comes out. Cause that's what the other two were. Um, and also the, um, my thoughts, my thoughts, my thoughts. Oh, I remember. I was also kind of like shocked to see this happen because the Mindbender incident happened in 87 and that's when they figured out about the, the like ride, the um, design flaw, things like that. So this didn't open until like 88 and I think it was towards the end of 88. So I'm a little shocked that they would send the train there and like they wouldn't have fix the design flaw going forward. So that that makes me even more puzzled to what this investigation is going to come out with. Yeah. Yeah, same here. Um, you know, there's all sorts of pictures floating around out there with the uh, wheel assembly on the ground. There's a picture of one of the people that fell out just on supports way high up. It's crazy. Uh, that has to be so scary. I couldn't imagine, like, uh, our thoughts definitely go out the, with whoever was injured, but also anyone who witnessed that. That has yeah. to be absolutely devastating to witness in a place that, like, you're supposed to be pretty carefree. Um, yeah, exactly. But, yeah, we're definitely going to be following this as we figure out more of, like, what the investigation comes out with. Um, and hopefully... Hopefully, if it is, if it does come down to a third time with a design flaw, hopefully it, they take a second to, like, step back and actually do some major refurbishment to these trains. Yeah, that or is there a company that builds trains for, like, Schwarzkopf? So, I don't know if this would work for all of them because they're not the same model, but Super Duper Looper has Gertzlauer trains. Yeah. And right, it, it's really good. Um, I personally like. I do love a Schwarzkopf train, but I like. I'm. I know you guys know like my love for Schwarzkopf. I love a Schwarzkopf train, um, but the Gertzlauer train is a really good experience. Yeah, especially for my first major Schwarzkopf. Like that was that was fun. It was nice. Yeah, it definitely is a more comfortable ride than any other one you're going to get. Um, so it's possible they could replace the trains. Um, and I would imagine anyone like any logical park would probably do that at this point. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so um, this one's a touchy, a touchy one with a lot of people in the community now, because we have track and support showing up at Cedar point today for, "Quote unquote dragster 2.0," uh, which some people are saying it's a lot of people are saying it's Zamperla now. 
and you know ev- there's still a few people that think it's Intamin. I mean, obviously the park has said nothing, so it's all up in the air. God help us if it's Zamperla. Sorry, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I'll give the ride a fair shot. I'm not. To be honest, I'm I'm not expecting that this is going to be very reliable if it is Zamperla, but maybe they'll surprise me. Yeah. If I'm being honest, I don't even know if I have thoughts <laughs> on this. Like, I... <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I think that I just, like, don't know because it's like, I think it's Zamperla and I really would prefer it not to be. Like, who knows, though? Like, they've never really, from my knowledge, they haven't really done anything like this. So they could surprise us. It could be reliable. It could be great. Like, whatever. I get it. I I will go in with an open mind. But it's just such a big and intricate coaster for a company like San Paolo to take on. Especially when their tallest coaster was 114 feet tall. And their fastest is 56 miles an hour. So you go from that being your biggest and fastest to maybe over 420 feet and definitely over 100 miles an hour. Interesting. Very interesting. Um, you know, I, <laughs> I'm i still holding out hope, even though there's all these people that have all their sources that they have. And everyone's doing their investigation of the shipping containers and all that kind of stuff floating around there on Twitter. Um, I'm still holding out hope. <laughs> and I know that I'm in a, a minority now. So, Me too. And um, that's like a theme park stand official thought. We think it's an Intamin. Um, and if we're wrong, we'll have a special guest on to tell us that we're wrong. Yep, there we go. They and can really test for you guys. Yeah. And then we'll have a video of us riding it someday when it's open and our thoughts on it if it's a Zamparello. <laughs> yeah, that'll be a that'll be a good one. But it's it's we're gonna Theme Park Stand Podcast is standing by that it's an intimate. Stamp of approval. Ding ding. <laughs> we need sound the theme park stand podcast. <laughs> Um, but so really what I wanted, another interesting Intamin news came out this week as well, this past week, which is Universal Hollywood layout of their Intamin multi-launch was leaked. Yeah, I... I'm very excited for that. I'm not even going to lie. I thought it was Epic Universe. I didn't look that far into it. <laughs> I just saw Intamin multi-launch and I assumed Epic Universe. Um, I'm excited. I'm really excited. I don't think I could ever not be excited for an Intamin multi-launch, honestly. Yeah. Um, yeah, it looks good. It really does look good. Um, you know, there's uh, the videos that I've watched, a couple people have said... Could it be better than Velocicoaster? You know, I guess you don't know until we see it. I know it's not going to be better. I can almost maybe promise or guarantee that it may be the best coaster on the West Coast. I can see that. Although X2 does exist. I have not ridden X2, but from what I hear, X2 is like... Yeah. Pretty major. Yeah, and I can see anything that. like Tennessee Tornado. It's so good. Talking about X two, I'm I'm I kind of am excited to finally like to get on that eventually because I like how it's got the controlled spins as well as as compared to like just it can flip whenever like a 4D free spin. So I'm that's interesting. So I think I would like that better than a 4D free spin to be honest. Yeah, I don't like 40 free spins. Honestly, like, I just don't find them very comfortable. But I think that's also paired with the fact that, like, just, like, the way that the track is and the way that it, like, 
you can tell that it's it is free spinning and they made that track in order to whip it and make it spin as much as they want and i feel like i kind of see that with x2 but not to the same standard as on the yeah. free spins yeah but going back to uh it's so the uh, universal hollywood Intamin multi-launch is going to be themed to Fast and Furious. So that franchise finally gets a ride that's deserving of it. What do you mean? The Fast and Furious ride at Universal is so good. <laughs> Guys, it's... All right. It's so awful. It really is. It's such a bad attraction. But I never get off it. It is so bad that all I can do the whole time is laugh about how bad it is. And it ends up being like my favorite attraction at that park. I can't stop laughing. It's so good. Um, I don't know. It, it, this ride's got to be really good to make me laugh and have as much fun as I have on that stupid ass awful party bus ride. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um. So looking at the layouts, it looks pretty cool if it is what, you know, what it is going to be, how there's a section that is going to like loop around the, es they have escalators that go from like a bottom part of the um, park to the top part. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be, it's going to like loop around that. So that's pretty cool. Like do a, a, a dive loop or something around that. Yeah, that. Um, that is definitely going to be really cool, especially if they can like if it's over walkways and stuff kind of the way velocicoaster is but on like that bigger extent um mm -hmm. that's gonna be so cool yeah i'm excited uh especially for that park to get some love because i feel like you don't hear about that universal park very often no because like from anyone that i've really talked to like there's some things that stand out like as an entertainment venue but from most people i talk to it's like a severely underwhelming park yeah well at least it's gonna get a star attraction there now i would assume that it's gonna be the big like the best thing there um obviously because it's gonna be like top three in california that's where i think i would put it top three <clears throat> Yeah, I I definitely think it would be top three. I'm trying to think anything else with it in California. Um, I mean, maybe if Twisted Colossus actually dueled. Um, I still don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. There's, not, there's not a lot of Intamins out west, so. There is um, in Coaster though. Yeah, and uh, was it <laughs> Superman at Magic Mountain? Yeah. Other than that, isn't very good though. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I'm I'm excited. It gives me an even more of a reason to go out west. So yeah, I definitely will be making my way out that way for sure. It looks like such a cool attraction, and with Universal and Intamin might be like my favorite duo. Um, really, we've seen yet. Yeah. I wonder, like, with Universal and Intamin, like, together, I wonder what made them go elsewhere. Was it Intamin maybe busy when they were designing, like, coasters for Epic Universe, and that's why they have the mock there? I kind of, like, I was thinking that, too, but at the same time, like, you also want variety in your True. park. True. So, I love Intamin, but but a lot of them are very similar. Like yeah. I, I think Velocicoaster and Hagrid's are pretty similar. Like they have a lot of the same feeling, just different theming. Um, and obviously one has inversions, one doesn't. Um, but I, obviously I don't know this for sure, but I feel like it, like it's pretty confident to say that they want a variety. Yeah. Yeah. I see it, which that coaster looks absolutely awesome. <laughs> Those okay. hills on that thing. Yeah. Wow. It does. It looks awesome. I'm very excited for Epic Universe. Yeah. When is that supposed to open in what? 20, like 26 or something like that? Yeah. 2026 or 2025. Oh yeah. 20, I forgot what year we were in. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah. 
That makes more sense. Yeah, so I'm extremely excited for it. The whole entire park looks like it's going to be absolutely incredible, and those rides look insane. Um, And, like, seeing the theming and detail that Universal puts into things, like, this... Islands of Adventure is one of my favorite parks, but this one is truly going to be the biggest competition to any Disney park. I think this is going to be incredible. Yeah. Based on those like renderings, it looks awesome. Yeah. It's like incredible. Yeah. Well, uh, shall we move on to some questions? Because that sounds fun. Yes, we probably should. Okay. So... First one coming from Flight of Taylor. She's asking, what are your go-to fun pick poses? Fun picks fun are pick. like the on-ride picks, right? Isn't yes. that what Cedar Fair calls Cedar them? Cedar Fair's term, yeah. Yeah. I'm honestly very nervous and uncomfortable, and I don't want to look stupid. Um, and I look stupid in them all the time. So I almost never pose. I also don't have a like photo pass, so I don't really pose for them. I pose for some of them in Disney sometimes, but I don't really pose for the pictures. Yeah. Uh, me and some friends every year at Coaster Stock during ERT, we try to do the most outrageous things with our on-ride photos. Uh, I don't know what, what my favorite like go to is. Maybe is just like sitting there looking intense like I'm bored. <laughs> one of those, or uh, I know on me and my friend one time on Dragster, you know, they took pictures when you get shot and or launched, and then on you know coming back down, we did OHIO. Um, oh my gosh! Yeah, <laughs> that is such an Ohio Thuzy thing. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. But yeah, uh, I just like to have fun. I like to do the stupid, most stupidest thing you could think of. That's me and my fun picks. Um, one time I actually have like I have two. One is very um quick, and one time on Seven Dwarfs Mine Train at the picture spot, I went to throw my hands up, and I was like trying to lean into the person next to me, and I was wearing a ring, and I punched them in the face and made their lip bleed. Ooh. Um. <laughs> In the video. So Mind Train takes a video and a photo. Um, and the video and the photo both have me punching him in the face. Nice. Um, so and then I also had when I was in high school, I had like black hair and we were on Tower of Terror and I got sat in the like have you you haven't really done as much Disney? Have you ever done Tower of Terror? Nope, I've only been to Magic Kingdom. Okay. So the seating is like you have split seats in the first two rows and then the last row has a seat in the middle. So I was in that middle seat with like no one in front of me. So I put all of my hair in front of my face and rode the whole entire ride like that. Like the girl from the ring. (laughs) (laughs) I was so proud of myself. I was some like dumb high school kid that thought this was the best thing ever. And honestly, it, it was, it was pretty funny. Come on. Fun fact, I also had black hair in high school. <laughs> yeah, I feel like any, like, emo kid did. <laughs> yes, exactly right. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a rite of passage. Yep. All righty. Moving on. We have the Drunk Riders, which, um, I well, I guess they're plugging themselves, so... <laughs> Can really plug you guys, guys. Um, they said, "Why are you excited about joining us at Hershey in September, and why can't you do it sooner?" Um, so I'm excited because I feel like it's th- is it three days long? Yeah, it's a couple days. Yeah, it's like a, a couple days of just hanging out with awesome people um, that like to have fun, um, and. Uh, why can't I do it? Why can't we do hanging out with you at Hershey sooner? Are you going to be there sooner? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I'm confused by the second half of this one, guys. Um, I'm just excited. I'm honestly super excited to see how Buzz Bars has grown. Um, I 
I love, as you guys know, like I love the drunk riders. Um, I'm, I'm very big with them. And I went to like one of their first real events, um, the Velocity Stumble. And one of my like biggest things is that it, like it, you could tell that they were a new coaster club. They were still trying to find their footing. They were still trying to fit, like get with organization. Um, so I'm super excited to see how you guys have grown. Cause I've heard, I haven't been to an event since just with like everything going on in my life. And I've heard some really good things about, especially the last like year of your guys events. I've heard really good things. And I feel like, it's going to be really exciting to see, like, to compare Velocity Stumble to where you guys are now. Um, so I'm really excited to see that growth and then to hang out with everyone and probably talk shit with Mike. Talk <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, Mike, <laughs> I was gonna say it, it, it'll be fun to, to finally, like, meet everybody in person, um, all the drunk rider guys and matt and gabby from coasters and brews so that'll be fun to actually like i've followed all of them drunk riders marcus and uh matt and gabby for a long time so it'll be fun to finally meet everybody yeah it's a it's definitely a good group i'm excited for um that stumble for sure oh yes it's gonna be a stumble yes all right so uh next we have a question from shane t um, and this one is if you were Cedar Point, how would you be marketing Top Thrill Dragster 2.0? Uh, would you keep it hidden and build it and build up the excitement or keep teasing teasers and get us excited and actually know what's coming? Um, feel like I would probably do what they're doing and keep everything really secret. Yeah, I think I would agree. I think that maybe in late July, I would maybe post stuff up around the area. Kind of like what Kings Island did with Orion and just like little things here and there. And then just, hey, we're announcing something this day. And then there it is. Yeah, I just feel like for the general public, the most exciting part is the, the top hat. Like, they don't really care about anything else. And the top hat is still there. The top hat's going to be there. So, like, it's not really exciting to most of the general public, I feel like. Yeah. And then, like, the same with us. Like, what are they going to tease? The friggin' top hat? It never left. Right. Which makes me also see it from both sides. Because if you want to generate hype around something that's still kind of always been there i was like maybe you should be teasing the shit out of it because then it might get general public there yeah i don't know i see it both ways shane i see it both ways i definitely see it both ways but um i think that the way that they're doing it yeah i agree i think i like it as well as well yeah i think that's the better way to make hype for it all right, so we have Cedar Kev. He says, Chris, what coaster are you looking forward to the most the next time you visit Florida? Is that even a, like, is there even a question? That it actually would... is a very solid question. There are two fantastic coasters that this could be. There is, and I may like one of them more than the other, vice versa. But the one I'm most excited to, just because I'm an Intamin stan, is Velocicoaster. So, yeah. <laughs> and this question, obviously, you wouldn't, I mean, we know that you've been on, I don't know, is there a coaster that you, that you haven't been on that you, in Florida that you would look forward to riding? Pipeline. There you go. Okay. Pipeline. I honestly, I was, I had a thing come up from Frontier that was like, Oh, cheap flight. So I went and looked and I was like, it's going to cost me 50 bucks to like fly to Florida for a day and a half. And yeah. I highly considered it because I want to ride pipelines so freaking bad. Yeah, I agree. That one, that might be like the third place. I don't know. Well, Hagrid's too. So it's, I don't know. Anyway, there's a lot of 
Florida coasters that I'm looking forward to riding. That's for sure. Yeah, Florida definitely has some really good coasters. Um, there's some really good ones. Yeah. Uh, so uh, next, Aaron, the ride factor. If Holiday World were to expand and add another land themed to a holiday, what holiday would you want them to do next? So they have like Halloween, Christmas, Thanksgiving, and 4th of July currently. That's good that you told me because I <laughs> had no idea. So Christmas, Halloween, Thanksgiving, 4th of July. That's a tough I one. I, it's a tough one because it's like, what are you going to do? Like New Year's would be cool, but also super similar to 4th of July, just different decorations. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Can we have a National Corgi Day land? There you go. That's what about, like, yeah. I'm trying to think of holidays, and I feel like the only, the next, like, major holiday would be, like, Easter, but that's, like, I don't know. Maybe St. Patrick's Day? Oh, my gosh. St. Patrick's Day would be fun, but, like. Uh, I mean, they, yeah. If, when you go there, the Halloween section is themed really well with their, like, Scrambler and their Wave Swinger. Um, and then Christmas has a lot of Christmas stuff in it. So I don't know what you would do for it. I guess just put a bunch of leprechauns running around, like, <laughs> theming. Yeah. I yeah, I think that's the only one that really makes sense. Like, yeah, Easter, but. I feel like that's. I know Christmas is like really religious, but like Easter is like very. Yeah, I feel like it's even more. That's exactly what I was thinking too. Like Easter is even more religious, I feel like, than Christmas. Because I definitely know people who aren't very, like who aren't Christian or Catholic and celebrate Christmas, but don't celebrate Easter. So yeah. it's like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'd I, say my, my vote's for St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, I think I can agree. Or maybe they do President's Day. <laughs> they just have. But that's so similar to Fourth of July. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yep. That's what I was thinking, but I'm like, it's so similar to Fourth of July. You're gonna have like probably a lot of the same type of decorations and stuff. Yeah, same Patrick's Day. <laughs> yeah. All right. We have Justin. Um, 1194 said, what coaster should Lost Island build next? Two rules. Has to be realistic and cannot be a used coaster. Ooh. Realistic for a park that size and cannot be used. Hmm. My thoughts... I don't, <laughs> I don't know. What am, I, what am I thinking here? They already have an invert and they already have a launch coaster. So, what's not the, what's not that expensive for a smaller park, but it also is not something they don't have. <laughs> I have. You have a thought. I have two thoughts. I have one that is more preferred. I think. Yeah. Um, I think an RMC Raptor. Yeah. Um. Or a premiere, something like Icebreaker. Yeah, you're right. Which it's fine if they want to go with like more than one launch coaster. Because I was also thinking a, like a Skyrocket too, um, yeah, something like that, or a free. Unfortunately, a 4D free spin. <laughs> but I can't, you know, I can't get behind the 4D free spin. I also don't know how cheap they are. I. I don't know, like, if they're a cheap addition, but I, I don't know. I feel like everyone always says, like, premieres are cheap, so. Yeah, I definitely would prefer, I think I would also want the, a Raptor. Mm -hmm. I think a Raptor would be a really good addition. Yeah. And yeah, there's not that many of them in the country. Like, there, there are, but they're, like, it's not something you get at every single park, so. They're all out west. Well, besides Jersey Devil. Yeah. So, on the far extremes, there's nothing in the middle. Exactly. So, it would be an awesome addition to that park. Yeah, I agree. Okay. 
We're getting down to the last few here. The The next one comes from a Bozo coaster enthusiast. Uh, if you could make any coaster as smooth as you want, which coaster would it be? Oh, I... Oh, I, I saw this one earlier, and I knew that I wanted to talk about it. I don't know if I can pick one. The first thing that comes to mind is I need two answers because El Toro, but I have not ridden it since it's been retracked. So I can't pick that as my answer until I ride it again because I don't know how rough it is. Um, and then my other one is, is um, I don't know. Let me think. You go You go next. But El Toro can't be my final answer. Uh, my answer is going to be Thunderbolt at Kennywood because that was the roughest shit I've ever rode in my life. <laughs> sorry, Kennywood. Once again, I'm sorry. Ah! I don't know. I know that I've gotten off some coasters where I'm just like, this is so ungodly rough. All of mine that are like super rough have all been, are all defunct now. So <laughs> yeah, like I kind of want to say. It, he didn't say it had to be a wooden coaster. So is there a janky ass steel coaster that is rough that you would want smooth? I wouldn't really want Fahrenheit either way. It's just not my favorite. <laughs> it's good. But if that jank was out of it, it's not a bad ride. Yeah. I don't know. I guess Fahrenheit. I guess Fahrenheit. Because I'm just kind of like stuck. Yeah. If I had to pick a, a, a second for like one wood would be Jackrabbit. Or not Jackrabbit. Uh, Thunderbolt at Kennywood. The Steel would be Banshee at King's Island. Oh, I've heard Banshee is like ungodly rough. Got yeah, because like, I was thinking Kumba, but like Kumba isn't that rough. Like it's enjoyable. I love Kumba even with the rattle. I don't know. Like a lot of these coasts, a lot of the steel coasters especially don't bother me enough to say like I would want to change them. Yeah. Except for Fahrenheit. But so I guess the answer is Fahrenheit. There you go. <laughs> um, all right. So then we have MZ. They said, if you could bring back any defunct coaster to get to ride it once, what would you pick? My pick is Volcano at King's Dominion because it's an Intamin for one and super interesting layout uh, plus the launch out of the volcano. That would be... I planned to go there the year before it closed and I couldn't make it. And I was like, okay, I'll just go, you know, next year. I should have just went. I should have went. Yeah. Um, coasters for me is Dragon Challenge. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's a good one. I went to Universal. And we were going to get on Dragon Challenge and they were out of lockers and we didn't have like, we didn't have enough time. We were going to miss other stuff in the park and we skipped it thinking we could always get it next time. Yeah. And we did not get it next time, guys. That's the way it goes. Elsa and Anna Talon, we almost made it a whole episode, guys. <laughs> Don't you worry. Um, Anna and Elsa Talon. I mean, I said Talon. Oh, you did say Talon. Because I was like, let's ride Talon and Possessed all day. And then, yeah. Yeah, true. Okay. It's fine, guys. We said Talon plenty this episode. Yes. Um, We've hit the yes. quota. Elsa and Anna Talon would be mine. But I do also have to, like, give a shout to 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Because even though it's not a coaster, like, I would sell my soul to ride that. I'm the way with like I really wanted to ride Twister at Universal, and I never got to. That's one of my favorite movies ever. So, oh, me too. I love that movie. Yeah, it's so good. Did you ever get to ride I, that? 
I never got to ride it. My first yeah. time at Universal was like, I want to say like 2013 or 2014. I don't know, but it was like after it was gone. Yeah. Um, I do also have a soft spot for the Jaws ride. I want that yeah. so bad. So, did you know? Do you know where that was located in the park and what's there now? Yes. Where Jaws was. Yeah. Do you know the answer to this? Like, are no, you I'm. I was. I'm generally curious. Um. So it's Diagon Alley. Okay. So yeah, they filled it in, and Diagon Alley sits where it is now. Gotcha. Or where I think it once was. Something with Jimmy Kimmel is where Twister is, right? Mm-hmm. Was. I believe so. I believe it was in that building. Yeah. So. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> now that we ended this on a very sad note, um, it was a great question, though. It was a good one. Yes. Um, thank you, everybody that, uh, you know, participates every week in sending us questions. Every question is new and fresh. So I'm glad we're not, you know, making it stale where you don't have any more questions to ask. Yeah, and shout out, guys. This is, I think, the first time we didn't have talent questions or people just making me want to, like, die because yeah. I have to pick some random shit with talent. So you know what that means, folks. So next week when we ask for questions, make her, you know, do something with talent here. So come on. Make me question my life existence. Yeah. Uh, and if you really, if you want to come after me, you can make you can put Maverick in there. So, and you can talk shit on Steel Vengeance. Yeah, yep, yeah. That's right behind me. Both of them. Both of them are right behind me. If you ever <laughs> watch one of our videos on YouTube, so which is another plug, go watch our YouTube videos because we have two cool interviews on there. One with Bryant from Three uh, Coaster Three Six Five. Can't even say his page name right, let alone ours. Um, and then uh, Kyle. Kruhofer from King's Dominion. I hope I didn't butcher that last name, Kyle. Sorry. Yeah, I wouldn't have even tried. Good for you. <laughs> um, but yeah, anything else from you? No, I think that's it for the episode, guys. It was a great week off, but we're excited to be back. Thanks for listening. Yeah, and uh, yeah, like she said, that brings us to the end. So we'll see you next week, guys. Bye, guys. This has been the Theme Park Stand Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. We'll see you all next time.